0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a five part podcast series I am putting on this week around the issue of what is a corporate monitor. This podcast series is sponsored by Affiliated Monitors, which was founded in 2004 and provides independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally across all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitors on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 700 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help you improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit their website, www.affiliatedmonitors.com. This week, together with Vincent deciani the CEO of Affiliated Monitors, and Eric Feldman, SVP at Affiliated Monitors, we're going to take a look at five separate topics of what is a corporate monitorship. We're going to start with that topic, then move to what is a post-resolution corporate monitorship, then consider what is a pre-settlement monitorship, In episode four, we are going to consider what issues a company should consider when thinking about retaining a monitor. And finally, in episode five, we'll consider monitorship costs and how this issue should be handled. It's a fascinating exploration of really that basic question what is a corporate monitor? How can you use it? This is the podcast series which every compliance practitioner needs to listen to so that you'll have a fuller understanding of what a monitorship is and how you can use a monitorship, hopefully before you get to the point where you're in an FCPA violation. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. This special five-part episode of What is a Corporate Monitor is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I am here with a five-part episode about corporate monitorship. Over the This five podcast series, I am joined by Vincent Deciani, the president and founder of Affiliated Monitors Inc., and Eric Feldman, the senior vice president of Affiliated Monitors. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to episode three on the five podcast series I'm doing with Affiliated Monitors. In this episode, uh, we're going to take up the topic of the pre-settlement monitorship. I'm visiting with Eric Feldman, the senior vice president, and managing director, corporate ethics and compliance programs for Affiliated Monitors. Eric, um, what is a pre-settlement monitorship, and perhaps how does it differ? Is it different from a post-resolution
1: monitorship? Uh, sure, Tom. And I think this is a great topic. Um, the pre-settlement monitorship. Um, really is an organization or an individual using an independent body to conduct any kind of a third-party review or assessment. Um, And we often call that proactive monitoring, although pre-settlement monitorship is uh, often a better term uh, because when we say that it's proactive, uh, that could also mean that an organization is reacting to something. It may not be purely proactive, and I'll explain that uh, in in a moment. So there are a number of different objectives and scenarios that you might have in a pre-settlement monitorship. It might be an organization deciding that they just want to do an assessment of their organization's efforts to implement an effective ethics and compliance program. And there the monitorship would focus on not just whether the ethics and compliance program is best practice, but whether it is in fact effective uh, and therefore be able to demonstrate that to stakeholders, uh, to shareholders, to perhaps government agencies in the future that might look at them. Another piece of that is assessing the corporate culture of a company. And we've seen lately that federal government regulators and law enforcement are extremely interested in more than just an ethics program. They want to see that there is an impact on the culture of the company. And that's something a pre-settlement monitorship could focus on and help a company to develop a roadmap to improve their program and strengthen their culture. Um, Another reason for doing a pre-settlement monitorship might be when a company wants to be able to explicitly demonstrate its due diligence to law enforcement or regulators, um, should something occur in the future that would result in action against the company. Um, I'm in Germany right now for the, uh, ethics and uh, European Compliance and Ethics Institute. And I was reading an article recently in the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics magazine about what Germany has been doing. And here in Germany, uh, there, have, uh, there has been a move on the part of the government um, to take into account all due diligence activities that a company has taken in the past uh, which would include a pre-settlement kind of monitorship when there is any fine or penalty or action on any issue against a company. Uh, in the United States, the Department of Justice, uh, in its guidance, has also said that a company's efforts uh, before the incident occurred to strengthen its ethics and compliance program is going to count on uh, against the, um, the kind of punitive action and might, in fact, help to alleviate or reduce the penalties and fines that a company might face. So some companies are motivated um, just for that in doing pre-settlement monitorships. We have had instances where companies have been subject to an action with one level of government, Uh, for example, a a United States attorney in one area of the country. And in order to avoid being suspended or debarred by the federal government in federal government contracts, they have done a pre-settlement monitorship. They brought the monitor in, brought us in. We've done a complete review, made recommendations, and there have been instances where government suspension and debarment officials will then not suspend or debar a company and just require them to implement the monitor's recommendations. So that is what I would call a preemptive strike against more punitive action on the part of government agencies.
0: Eric, maybe, uh, let me uh, take this from a different angle because in a best practices compliance program, your goals are to prevent detect and remediate. And what I hear you saying with the pre-settlement monitorship or the proactive monitorship is you've really moved far beyond detection to, uh, I would even say, far beyond prevention because you're really now in a proscriptive mode. You're in a mode where you are proactively taking a look at uh, any number of situations and then... Uh, making recommendations, but also seeing how the organization you're monitoring might loop that information back in in a feedback mechanism to remediate going forward. Uh, Would that be a fair summary?
1: That is a fair summary. Um, and, And I think that movement in that direction has been driven in large part to an increased knowledge and understanding on the part of government regulators about what an ethics and compliance program is. Uh, It used to be companies could get away with paper programs, uh, creating a code of conduct and a couple of policies on paper and not following through uh, with the myriad of things that need to be done to really create an ethical company. Um, And doing this kind of proactive and, um, you know, pre-settlement monitorship, Uh, enables an organization to see what works and what doesn't and to take their program beyond it being a paper program. There are also some instances where uh, organizations decide to use monitors when there really is no settlement in sight and they're not particularly worried about uh, any particular enforcement enforcement action. They don't think that's going to happen, but they use the monitoring tool and mechanism because of its independence and because of its capabilities to monitor companies the the company internally. So, for example, you might have a um, a, a healthcare uh, network that monitors providers in that network by using an independent third-party monitor. We have done that uh, around the country. We've had situations where companies will, as part of a merger and acquisition, an m and a process and their own due diligence, hire the independent third party monitor to review uh, the target company to ensure that they, in fact, have this, the right kind of ethics and compliance posture and corporate ethical culture, uh, to be able to fully integrate into their organization. So there are lots of different ways to use the tool.
0: So in terms of the um, the work with a client or with a company, uh, I mentioned the um – Obtaining of the information, obviously looking uh, under the hood or behind the kimono to see what's there, and then uh, do you develop uh, report recommendations uh, or something that a client can use uh, to help move them past the, the situation they find themselves?
1: Absolutely, the you know uh, it, it, many companies have to have a monitor in a post settlement kind of situation. But in situations where companies choose to bring in a third-party monitor, uh, the monitor has got to add some value. And therefore, the the work the monitor does, the insight that the monitor can provide uh, in terms of data, in terms of talking to employees and understanding how their employees view them, and view their processes and their communication and their actions and activities, that's all good and new information that adds value and enables company leadership to better manage their organization. One of the things that we are the most proud of is when we go in an organization and do any kind of a monitorship, pre or post, and at the end of the day, when we do issue a report that contains that insightful information The leadership of the company says, we're a better company because you guys were here. We didn't want you to come in initially, but you know, we're a better company now because of the information and the roadmap for improvement that you provided.
0: Well, Eric, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, and I've been visiting with Eric Feldman, the Senior Vice President and Managing Director, Corporate Ethics and Compliance Programs for Affiliated Monitors. We've been discussing the pre-settlement monitorship. Eric, as always, uh, many thanks and incredibly informative. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of what is a corporate monitor. I hope you join us again for another episode. If you have any questions, you can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you have any questions around what is a corporate monitor, please check out Affiliated Monitor's website, www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Thanks again for listening.